Great to be with you. My name's with you this morning on Christmas Eve. One more sleep to go. One more sleep to go. So it's my privilege just to spend a little time this morning unpacking some stuff that it'll be really good for us to know and to celebrate this Christmas. Hello, Ceci. Wave your wand. Yeah, why not? I wonder, I've got a rather strange question, but I wonder if anyone here has ever been rescued or saved in some unusual way. Maybe, maybe, while some of you are thinking, you've been up a mountain hiking and the mist has come down, or you've hurt yourself and you've had to do that SOS thing, and mountain rescue have come and found you. Or maybe you've been unfortunate enough to have got stuck in a lift. Has anyone had that happen to them? Quite a few. Wow, that's really more common than I thought. And you had to have the lift engineer come and free you. Maybe it's really been unfortunate and you've been involved in an accident on the road and you've had fire and rescue come and cut you out. Has anyone had that terrible thing happen to them? One or two of you. Okay. Well, it looks like one or two hands went up. Is there anyone brave enough, if I hold the mic, just to ask you a couple of questions about the time when you were saved or rescued? Is there anyone who wants to? Yes, over there. We'll make this really brief. Do you want to come on out? I want to hear about your rescue story. We'll make it really quick. So thanks for coming up. First of all, your name. Peter. Hi, Peter. And what was it that you needed to be rescued from? What happened? Um, my wife passed away, and I just broke down in tears, and I was um, alone, and when I spoke to my friend, um, yeah. Danielle, yeah. she told me about coming to church. And you felt that was a... It was a saviour. Like a, a rescue moment. Well done. That's brilliant to hear. Anyone else who's got maybe a real life? Yep, yep, yep. Come on then, Emma. Well, well if it's real, yep, come and, come and tell us very quickly. Brilliant. I was surprised by the number of people stuck in lifts, so um, we'll have a chat afterwards. You can be introduced to one another. So tell us, what was the predicament? What was the, the problem? I'd like to say I was a child, but I was definitely a teenager. Um, and I was walking with a friend, and there was a steep hill with a bit of a sharp drop, and a, a, a tree on top of the hill, and a cat stuck up this tree. And okay. I decided this cat was in need of rescuing. So okay. I climbed up the tree, the branch broke, I got stuck, and um, the fire brigade were called. <laughs> so let me get this straight. It involved a cat up a tree and a fire brigade come in to rescue you and the cat? No, because then the cat jumped down. <laughs> and then I was stuck and I had to be carried, as a teenage person, <laughs> carried down by firemen. Okay, thanks, Emma.
Well, interesting. Do you know, in the Bible, we read lots of accounts of people being rescued. Maybe you can add to my little list, but I'm thinking of Noah and the ark. The world was being flooded, and Noah and his family were rescued. Everyone else perished, but he was rescued and saved. I'm thinking of Daniel. Daniel was put in a cage of lions, and all the mouths of the lions were closed, and God rescued and delivered Daniel from the lions. I'm thinking of Jonah and the whale. A big fish swallowed Jonah, but God rescued him, and eventually the fish burped him out on a beach, and uh, he lived to tell the story. Any others that you can think of where God rescued people? Yes, Denise. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, three guys who were thrown into a fire because the king hated them, but the fire didn't burn them. God rescued them and brought them out. And even whole nations, Israel, the Israelites were in Egypt, slaves, but God rescued them and brought them out. There are loads of stories, true stories, about God's rescue in the Bible. But, you know, we also read in the Bible about a much bigger plan that God had for the world. He said, one day I will come into the world as the rescuer and do more saving, more rescuing. And people thought this would be amazing God stepping into the world and rescuing, what would that look like? Well, actually, God shared his plans, as he does often, with some prophets. Let's have a quick look at what he shared with a man called Isaiah. There's Isaiah. Have you ever wondered what he looked like? <laughs> and Isaiah, under the Holy Spirit, said this. Let's say it together at the top. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed. And all people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So, Isaiah was seeing God's plan one day a highway, and through the highway, the Lord's deliverance would come. And then Isaiah 52, let's read this together. The Lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth will see. God's plan was to come to the world and to continue his saving, delivering power. And most people thought he would come as a warrior. Maybe he'd have an army or a big chariot with a white horse, and he'd kill all the Romans that were ruling the world. He'd give Israel back their land. He'd be a champion like a politician, and everyone would follow him. But God's plans were slightly different. Let's look at four more people who said things about Jesus Christ God when he came. Have we got our next slide? Oh, look at this. Can anyone guess who that guy is in the top left? He's a priest. 
and he's in the temple and something happens. God speaks to him and he sings out a song. His name is Zachariah. Zachariah the priest. Let's say this together. He has come to his people. He has raised up a horn, a powerful one of salvation. Finally, when Jesus arrived, Zachariah saw what was happening. The next guy, he wrote one of the Gospels. His name begins with L. Luke, I believe, yep. Let's say this together. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight paths for him. And all God's people will see his salvation. And the next one, a guy in his 80s who hung around the temple. Simeon, I hear you. Brilliant. Simeon said when he held the baby Jesus in his arms, these words, My eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all the nations. And then finally, words spoken to Mary by an angel. And the angel said this, Mary will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, God saves, because he will save his people from their sins. It's unsurprising when God arrived that his name would be Jesus, because Jesus means God who saves. But the thing is, in purple there, he saves from sins. People wanted God to come and do what he'd done before, defeat armies and beat oppressors. But instead, the angel said he would come to save people from their sins. They'd never thought of that before. My sins I need saving from. That's rather bizarre. What did he mean? Well, I've got a little example. Imagine that you're in a boat... Well, let's not imagine. Let's bring on the boat. Where's, where's Dale, my, uh, my coxswain? There we are. Great. Here we are. A boat. Brilliant. We need some oars, Dale. Thank you. And we need some children to go in my boat. Yes, if you'd like to come forward. We've only got room for four or five, I think. But if you can go round to the side by the Christmas tree... Maybe there's room for a few in the boat. Let's see if it fills up. Yes. Here we go. Do you want to climb in the boat? Oh, you need to go very careful. Oh, look at this. I think we've got room for one more if you go around the side. Oh, the boat's filling up. You're going in the boat. Oh, I think we might have just enough room if you budge up a little bit. Oh, great. Don't forget the oars. There's your oar. Well done. Imagine you're in a boat and you're on a river. We need you to row your boat down the river. Now they're having a really jolly time together. Life seems okay. 
But then it gets a little bit dark, and they can't quite see where they're going. But they're still having quite a good time. All of us are on the riverbank looking down on them, and there's something that we can see that they can't see. And it's called the Niagara Falls. <laughs> oh, dear. They're quite happy because they're in the dusk and quite happily rowing down the river. What do you think we should say to them? Because the falls are only a few hundred meters away. Stop. Yeah, anything else? Danger. Be careful. Save yourselves. Absolutely. Turn around. But the river's flowing a bit too strong, so we call out to them. Turn around. Stop. Jump overboard. Rescue yourselves. But they're quite happy because they can't see the falls. Well, this is a bit like the Bible says. People need rescuing from their sins because eventually our sins will lead us away from God to judgment and separation from God. And sometimes people just cannot see it. But God comes with his light and he shines it on them. He can see what's coming. So what does God do? He comes as the person of Jesus. Let's. And Jesus is the great rescuer. Here we go. And he puts on his jacket of salvation and he decides to swim out to the boat. And once he's swam to the boat, he offers people in the boat their own life jacket, their way of escape. Some people in the boat don't want it. They don't believe that they're in danger. And they tell me to go away. But one or two do want to be saved. Who would like to be saved? Yes. <laughs> do you want to put on my jacket? Step outside. That's right. Stay there. One arm through. And the other arm through. And come with me. Oh, well done. She's been saved. Well done. It's true to say, isn't it? Those of us that have been saved have been rescued from sin and where it leads are the most happy, relieved people alive. But there are some, even though they can't see the falls, when we warn them and tell them they need to be saved, just want to stay as they are. And that is sad, isn't it? But this Christmas, things can easily change if on hearing the message of Jesus and his saving power, we, you, respond and say, I want to know God's rescue. I want the life jacket of salvation. Well, I think... Are you happy in the boat? Shouldn't really be. It looks quite... 
and you're okay to be saved. You're safe with me on, on the ground. Brilliant, okay. The trouble with many people is they can't see the danger they're in. Brilliant, we're going to use those in just a minute. Let's put on the screen one more slide because Zachariah went on to say not just how we should be saved, but what we are saved to. Let's read this together. He will rescue us from the hand of our enemies and enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. For those who have been rescued, give me a wave if you know you've been rescued. You've jumped out of the raft into the arms of Jesus who saved us. We can say... We can now serve God without fear. We're never going to be judged by God because he saved us. Isn't that wonderful? And now we can live a life in right relationship before God all our days. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So my invitation to you this Christmas is to think, are you still in the boat, and you may be enjoying yourself, or have you been rescued? I've got a little booklet here. If you'd like to know more, please come and grab one from me, and it will explain in a bit more detail what being rescued by God really looks like. Let's pray together as I close, and I want to pray a prayer that maybe some of you will want to pray quietly in your heart as well. So let's pray. Dear Father, we know that you are God and you came into this world as the rescuer, Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Jesus Christ, even though some of us didn't realize it, you came for us. You came to rescue me. You came to pull me out of the boat of my sin and to put me on a rock. Jesus, I now want to give myself to you, the rescuer, this morning. Please rescue me. Forgive my sin. Pull me to safety. I believe in you. Father, I just thank you for the good news this Christmas that Jesus who saves is alive and Lord, for bringing us into your family, for making us your own. For these things we say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Brilliant. Well, I think we need a round of applause for our sailors. Right, we'll need to... Uh, exit our ship now, make room for the worship group. But please, at the end, come and see me, grab one of these books, and uh, let's chat some more, or I'll give you something else to read, help you understand what it means to be rescued by God. Thank you.